It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al, Zane, and Brian. So we can and all these arguments and all the weirdos that you guys care about what they say on Twitter arguing about franchise quarterbacks. And there are right now in the league, Zane five, has seven, six. Okay. That was about Allen, what I thought. Allen, Burrow, Lamar, Mahomes, Herbert, Rogers. That's it. All AFC. All AFC because Rogers is going to the Jets. Rogers is going there. So there are no AFC's franchise going. quarterbacks in the NFC. So <laughs> I almost feel like, obviously, if you got one of these guys, you're in good shape. But it's almost like you're better off winning like the Niners are, where you load your roster and you have a serviceable guy at quarterback. Because the other end of the spectrum is you have Dak Prescott, right? Who we just said, yeah, he's 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 good enough to start in this league for as long as he wants, probably. But are you ever going to win anything with him? Because you got to pay him, you got to pay him big money, and then it affects other things. But where else are you going to go? But he's really not good enough to win you a Super Bowl. Maybe one year if everything breaks right, but probably not. So you're screwed. So this notion, I think, of like you have to find a franchise quarterback, maybe that's not – maybe if you luck into one of these guys, great. But the odds of it are not good when only six out of 32 teams have probably have one. So it's just a different way to look at things, I think. And I think, you know, I uh, I want to push back a little bit on what Zane said, that if, if Brock Purdy comes back and he balls out like he did, you know, this season – you're going to have to consider him a franchise quarterback. And, and, and again, when I talk about, do I feel like my team has a shot every time they, 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 uh, they step on the field with this guy at quarterback, even if, even if Purdy balls out, like, I, I don't know if I feel that way with Brock Purdy, just because, as much but you're as the captain, has, you're the captain of the I know bandwagon. I, I'm not saying I dislike Brock Purdy or that I'm still not the captain of the Brock Purdy hype train. What I'm saying is, I believe Brock Purdy 100%, and I have no problem saying this, is a product of Kyle Shanahan's system. He is a he has shown in eight games to be a master of said system, which is great, and and you know that's fine because Kyle Shanahan is the head coach of the 49ers, but. If for whatever reason, you know, Brock Purdy balls out next year, you know, balls out and his his final year, because they only have him on a three-year deal, or they have him on a four-year deal, sorry. They do have him for four years on that rookie deal, which is incredible because it's a seventh-round rookie. But if, if you know, Brock Purdy ends up with a, a franchise-level contract from the 49ers after two or three years of, of playing really well in Kyle Shanahan's system, and then – you know, the, the team around him gets degraded a little bit because you're paying him franchise quarterback money and they start to lose games and, and Kyle Shanahan ends up moving on or whatever. Do you still feel as a 49er fan, whoever we bring in, we're still good to go because Brock Purdy is our quarterback. I, I don't know that, that my answer currently would be yes. Now, obviously, it's been one season, so yeah, we, we got to give him time. But time, yeah. I, I, I'm just kind of looking at, again, Brock Purdy as a football player, his his traits, his physical ability and things like that. And I just don't know that outside of Kyle Shanahan's system, he could succeed at the level he did within Kyle Shanahan's system. And you could say that about a ton of quarterbacks, right? So I'm not, yeah. I'm not dismissing what Brock did because I think it was incredibly impressive. But 
again, he's not a physically gifted quarterback. He is Fair. sneaky athletic, and he mm-hmm. has a strong enough arm. Pre-surgery, we'll see after you know after the surgery, but you know he just doesn't scream. He has franchise quarterback traits between the ears, and that's mm-hmm. really important. But the guys that we listed, the six that we listed, the seven that you had, Zane. They've got it between the ears, but they've also got it in, in physical traits as well. And I think that's kind of where the line gets drawn a little bit. Oh, yeah, fair. when you think when you think about these names, even Herbert, I got to put sixth sixth by a mile because he didn't want a playoff game yet. You know, not that right. it's all yeah. his fault, but he's right. I do yeah. think he's a franchise guy because of what he, we've seen and what he can do physically. But he's sixth by a mile, and you have Josh Allen to me, who's who's a freak, and he, you know he's winning thirteen games and. Uh-huh. I know there's been some playoff disappointments, but we've seen what he did last year. It wasn't his fault they lost to the Chiefs. He was unbelievable. He's gotten to an AFC yeah. championship. Joe Burrow is, looks like he's almost Out sort of, of Montana. World, yeah. Winning, winning yeah. you know, having a sort of yeah. hit factor. Mahomes is the best. Um, mm-hmm. Lamar's won an MVP. We said he's his own kind of thing, and Aaron Rodgers is one of the best ever. So to, to even put him in that breath is tough right now. Put any of those guys in that breath is yeah. tough right now. So totally. listen, it's hard I, to get I, like I, I get I get it. I totally get it. But um, you know, that being said, we we are up against it a little bit, and I did want to I did want to touch on two more things. We do got to preview the Super Bowl because it's the pre pre Super Bowl show, and also um, one question I wanted to ask you guys about Kyle Shanahan and uh, a lot of talk uh, amongst former players, current players about Kyle Shanahan and his ability as head coach. And for some reason, people are are talking about fire. Why would you fire a head coach that got that got you to three championship games in four years? Like this is. This this is not even a discussion anymore, right? Like, and the, what's the job that he did this year? Who is actually I mean, saying Emmanuel's, so? The players are like, like we're asked these questions on Radio Row, and they're probably just like, yeah. what, what the hell are you talking really? about? And yeah, yeah, and I'm like, where did this even come from? Why would you even? So look, Al and I have been vocally critical of Kyle over the years, and and I think that this sure. year really, he he silenced a lot of critics with the job that he did with Brock Purdy and, mm-hmm. and getting him in, in in shape to potentially go to and win the Super Bowl, and I, I think that. Where I stand on Kyle is there are certain things that that he needs to work on, like the game management, but there are other things where it's just like he there's nobody better. And it's little things in the game that where there's nobody better. First 15 plays coming out of either half, there's nobody better. The Madden double up at the end of the half scoring and then coming out from the second half of scoring, there's nobody better, right? That does that. The two for one, the ability to uh create uh and get the most out of his players, there's there's very few coaches that are better, but that being said, like, I don't think he's – we'll do the coach tier. I think that would be great as well if we could do that in the show. I don't think he's in that elite tier yet because he hasn't won a Super Bowl. He hasn't closed the deal. He's right on the cusp. Like, he's right there. Once If he wins a Super Bowl, like, this this great head coach, in my opinion, turns into a potential Hall of Fame coach and a Hall of Fame resume with, with everything that he's done here in the last, you know, three to four years. Yeah, I mean, Emmanuel Sanders was asked on Radio Row, this is a, a lot of where this comes from. And, and Emmanuel Sanders is basically like, are people really talking about firing Kyle Shanahan? Like, right. One of the best in the league. He's like, he's going to be in the mm-hmm. hall of fame. And Emmanuel mm-hmm. Sanders was with Kyle Shanahan for half a season. Right. Six months. So he has, yeah. I mean, to be perfectly honest, he doesn't have a ton of skin in the game. Right. Mm-hmm. Like he could shit on Kyle all he wanted. If he thought that, 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 that was, you know, reasonable. And he's like, like, what are we talking about? Like, Mm-hmm. Kyle Shanahan, you you should want Kyle Shanahan as your coach forever. He's going to be in the Hall of Fame. He was born to do this, is what Emmanuel Sanders said. So yeah, it, 
like you said, Al, I know, I know it's not a lot of people, right? But it, it is, there are on social media, you know, the 49ers fan base, very much there is that lunatic fringe, if you will, and every fan base has it, but <laughs> there is that lunatic fringe who, you know, is, is, has, is vocal about, you know, how Kyle Shanahan is overrated, all of that stuff. I don't pay attention to them. You don't pay attention to them, but they are vocal. And so that is why I think these, these questions do come up every once in a while. Yeah. Andy Reid didn't win a Super Bowl until year 21 mm-hmm. with his second team. And that terrifies me. Yeah. And yeah. the other thing is that the coach on the other end mismanaged that game. Otherwise they, they probably would have <laughs> amongst, amongst other He's things. Won- right. So Andy Reid has won 10 games or more 17 times. He's had three losing seasons in 24 years. That's incredible. And he didn't win his first Super Bowl yeah. in, until 21 years. And if he ever got fired by any, he would have had a job in a second, which he did when he left the Eagles. He did when he left um, the Eagles. And you know, you know what, Al? He's he's gonna win his his second Super Bowl on this Sunday. And this segues into our our Super Bowl preview. I'm not previewing. Where, you guys could do. It. Fuck that. We're not, not even pre- <laughs> we're not gonna preview. We're just gonna. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, give, we'll, we'll give our predictions. We're not, we're not gonna preview shit, it. Damn it. <laughs> we'll give predictions. All right, I'll, give right? score. I'll do that. I'll give you a score. Yeah. Okay. Right, give, give, give us the score. I'll start us off. What, what's going to happen in the Super Bowl? Um, I do agree. You said, I think you said it earlier, Zane. I think Mahomes is going to have a really, I think he's going to, because he's had two statistically anyway, pretty, pretty shitty Super Bowls. And I think he's going to, yeah. I think he's going to have a good game. But I, I think Kansas City is going to win this game. I think it's going to be a good one. I'm mean, actually, it's going to be painful, but I am sort of looking forward to the matchup. Um, and I think it'll be, you know, it'll be like a 31, 24 ish type thing. I I would guess maybe even higher, maybe mm-hmm. it'd be a shootout, but I'm going, I'm going to go chiefs. All right, cool. Al's got chiefs, Brian. Uh, I'm going to go chiefs as well. Um, you know, I, I think, like I said, uh, a lot of a lot of people. Well, I'll, I'll say Eagles fans, but then also, you know, the just the football world at large, kind of looked at the the Eagles season, and you know they ran rough shot over the Giants in their first, and then they they beat the 49ers 31-7 in the NFC Championship game. The Eagles averaged three point eight yards per play against the 49ers in that game. Right, mm-hmm. they scored thirty one points. There's no denying that, but they averaged three point eight yards per play. And that game is likely very different uh, if if that Devontae Smith uh, no catch is called the way that it should have been called, which was no catch. I genuinely mm-hmm. believe that game would have gone differently. Perhaps mm-hmm. Brock doesn't get hurt, but I mean that's yep. there's no way to to know that. But and then they beat a Giants team that hey, great story, but you know didn't really belong in the playoffs with with who else was in there. So. They've had a a really easy road and I'm not saying that they're not a good team, but they really haven't been tested. Like the chiefs have been tested. The chiefs went through Mm -hmm. a battle against the Bengals and came out on the other side, even with an injured Mahomes. Um, I think that Bengals defense is arguably better than the Eagles defense, not statistically, but I like Lou Anarumo. I think he does a great job. Mm -hmm. And, um, and I think this Eagles team thinks that they're going to come into this and just, sack the shit out of uh Patrick Mahomes and Patrick Mahomes Sorry, is one of the hardest one of the hardest quarterbacks to sack and you know I think he's going to be a little gimpy on his ankle but the Chiefs do have a really good pass blocking offensive line and mm-hmm. you know they don't run a ton of play action so things like what happened against the 49ers where all of a sudden you have a backup tight end blocking Hassan Reddick that's not going to happen against the Chiefs mm-hmm. and so 
Um, and and Patrick Mahomes is, is the best quarterback on the planet. And Jalen Hurts has been great this season, but he's doesn't hold a, a candle to, to Patrick Mahomes. So I, I'm picking the Chiefs. I, I do think it will be close. I do think it will be high scoring. Um, but I also, you know, who's really good in the postseason as a as a defensive play caller is Steve Spagnuolo. He doesn't get a lot of yes, credit. Uh, I, think gonna have, I think he's going to have. I think he's going to have a great game plan, and I think he's going to. I think he's going to frustrate uh, that Eagles offense, and uh, I think the Chiefs win. Spags, he's uh, beaten Brady twice and a Kyle Shanahan offense once. Right. So he's yeah. Josh McDaniels and Kyle Shanahan. So two of the brightest offensive minds in recent memory. He's beaten yep. both of those guys in the Super Bowl. So I'm going to go Chiefs too, um, mostly because I want to pull out receipts and make fun of Eagles fans. But <laughs> that being said, you know what's going to happen is that they're going to start the they're going to start the game and the Chiefs will score a couple times and and the Eagles will be like, oh shit, they have a quarterback. What? <laughs> You're so yeah. What happens when you play a quarterback? Exponent already like even going into this game, the month the minute they start the game, the fact that the Chiefs have two healthy quarterbacks is going to be exponentially harder for the Eagles already <laughs> before the game even starts. So I'm going to say Chiefs, and I I think the league, the league, we know manipulates stuff here and there. We know that they want certain matchups, right? They're gonna they're gonna try to drag this out. So I'm gonna say it'll be like a 52-48 game or something ridiculous like that, oh, triple geez. overtime, because that's what the league wants, right? They're gonna what the league wants is what the league gets. So we're, it, it is a script that which is so ridiculous. Arian Foster, is he like the is he like the Kyrie Irving of football? I feel like he is. That, that was that was a hundred percent a facetious answer. Yeah, he was hundred yeah. percent. Totally, yeah, totally. It was but, a, it was a bit. It was a bit. Yeah, totally. yeah. But here's yeah. I will say I picked the Chiefs, but I will I will join in solidarity with Christian McCaffrey. I hope both teams lose. If you're a Niners fan, hey, either either the Chiefs <laughs> lose and you hate them, which is great, or the Eagles lose and you hate them, so it's great. But let's get out of here, guys. Let's uh, let's wrap it up. And uh, man, it's been it's this is this is the final show. Um, of this season, we'll continue with our off-season shows uh, after this Sunday as well, twice a week like we usually do. Uh, we'll be previewing free agency, the draft, uh, OTAs once the draft is done, camp, all that fun stuff. You guys have to look forward to until uh, until next season. We got you locked down. We got we got tons of content coming out, tons of guests that we want to line up for the off-season. It's gonna be it's gonna be really great. This is the first off-season that we have this current format uh, with the Odyssey Network as well. So a lot of stuff planned for for everybody. So. For Al Sacco and Brian Rennick, I am Zane Nackby, and you have been listening to another episode of the 49ers Web Zone No Huddle Podcast on the Odyssey Network. Hit like and subscribe. Peace. Yep. Later.